0: Shalom, Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, hope you're doing well today and blessed in Yahovah. We rejoice at another opportunity to come into the presence of Yahovah together and just to, you know, spend time being edified and built up in the Word of Yahovah and to proclaim His promises. You know, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we want to rejoice at who Yeshua is within our life. So thanks for joining with me. I've got a little bit of a problem with the feeds, so I'm not seeing everything that is coming in, but I just want to get a shout out there to Glenn, who's joining with us. Good to see you, Glenn. We've got Deb as well. We've got uh, B with us. We've got Lola with us. Uh, we've got Melinda with us. She's got a prayer request, and I'm just going to share that at this point as well. Um, she says, uh, please pray for her son. He went to hospital today. Yeah, she doesn't know what's wrong. He's... Uh, tested for C, we all know what that is, he has a fever, headache, and trouble breathing. He's asthmatic. He's 3,000 miles away from me. Okay, well, Father, we just lift up Melinda's son right now, and we just proclaim the healing power of Yeshua. We speak protection over your life right now, and we thank you, Father, for the blood of Messiah that has been shed for us. This by his stripes we are healed. So we speak protection and healing over... Um, melinda's son right now in yeshua's name hallelujah thank you father i just want to encourage you post on Uh, crossing point global community. We've got a great place where people are praying uh, for others, which is excellent. And what a blessing it is to be in a community environment where we can lift up the name of Yahovah and proclaim his promises. We are called to intercede and stand in the gap. Okay, we've got Esther with us as well. Good to see you. We've got Jerry with us as well. Hallelujah. I'm just looking through some of the feeds manually because they're not coming up here. Um, I realize we had a problem on the last broadcast where the feed was not going out. We've got Doug with us. We've got Christine with us. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Okay, I think we're up to speed here (laughs) with what's taking place. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk tonight about preaching your salvation. You know, I might be a little slow off the mark at the beginning of this year dealing with my health issues and stuff and just, uh, you know, getting organized and and praying through the beginning of this Gregorian New Year. But we are getting ready for what the Father is going to do in the ministry here at Bulldozer or Faith. And, uh, you know, every time we come to the end of a year, I I get to take time just to look back on the things that have taken place, and I hope you'll have a chance to look at our newsletters that you can find on buildthoseoffaith.com. You'll see all our newsletters on there, and just enjoy them. Go back, read the previous editions of what's been happening within the ministry. But you know, it's great to document what's taken place in the past, but we don't live in the past. We Desire to press forward in Yeshua's name. So, what are we talking about? Preaching your salvation. What does that mean? Don't uh, walk in salvation and then hide it under the bushel like what Russell was saying last Sunday after we were talking about the importance of being the light and he was getting the revelation on the importance you know we don't want to take what we have been given and hide it under a bowl or hide it under the bed no we want the Messiah's name to be known so I want to share from a few scriptures tonight and we're just going to lay a foundation of these scriptures and you know like I said we're getting ready for what is before us this year? These last two years, it has been incredible with everything that's gone on with uh, the pandemic and everything that we've all been facing around the world. And just real, more than anything, the government uh, dictating the uh, you know the uh, the so-called laws, the restrictions, uh, the control, all these things that have been happening, they have been affecting every. The <laughs> weather one of us in some way or another. We've had our businesses closed. We've had so many things happen, uh, which affects our ability to be more effective for the gospel. We've had to basically cash in all of our assets just to get through the end of the year. But you know what? This year we are moving forward and we are going to preach our salvation. We're going to preach the gospel to bring transformation to this generation. Right now I'm in full time study of uh, the Hebrew language. I'm pressing in every day, eight to ten hours a day to get my Hebrew where it needs to be so that I can uh, be a witness and testimony on the streets here in the land of Israel. And I believe the Father is going to do a mighty work here in Israel. And I've shared this with you before in the past. And, you know, I want you to understand the importance of the testimony coming from this land. This is the land of promise. And and yes, we understand that, uh, you know, we have the kingdom dwelling within us, but this is the physical land of promise. And from this location, a testimony needs to go out. And when we have the testimony of Messiah, that testimony is powerful from wherever we are in the world. But when we take the scriptures, when we take hold of the word, and we recognize the testimony of the locations of where Yeshua walked, where he preached, why he came here. He didn't come to London. He didn't go to Glasgow, Scotland. He came to Israel. He came to the Galilee for such a time as this. He came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel to make a declaration. This is the place where you were expelled, to the nations and I'm coming back this is Yeshua Matthew chapter 4 I'm coming back to proclaim (laughs) the gospel, the good news, in this place, that the kingdom will be established. And we want to focus on the importance of being kingdom preachers. We have the kingdom dwelling within us. But what's the point of having the kingdom dwelling within us if we're not doing anything with it? You know, we see the finished work of Yeshua. What did he do in the finished work of Yeshua? We're going to look at that in uh, Romans chapter 10 in a couple of seconds. But what uh, we're really saying is he came and he defeated Hasatan. But guess what? He didn't just come. He is coming. He is coming today. He's going to be coming tomorrow. He's going to be coming the day after tomorrow, every day, until it reaches the fullness of his glory manifesting on the whole earth. And all of Hasatan's plans will be crushed. But I've got good news. We have the power of Yehovah dwelling within us and we are called to be victorious. We are called to pull down the plans of Hasatan and bring the promises of Yahovah to this generation. It is time for us to do what? Preach our salvation. So what's Yeshua done for you? Well, I don't know what he's done for me. Well, we need to know what he has done for us. And as I shared last week, I talked about the testimony of um. atheist philosopher uh, who was at our Shabbat table and just coming against God, coming against the word God, it's not real, blah 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 and then something rose up within me that he didn't know what to do with and I started to proclaim what it truly meant, to have a relationship with the living God I just don't believe the word based on logic and reason and historical evidences outside of the scriptures to confirm the scriptures are real, I know the Scriptures are real because He dwells within me. And this is my testimony. This is my overcoming. These are the stories of my victory. And as I shared that with them, the glory of Yahovah and his presence showed up and it brought transformation. And this is how we are called to preach the gospel. We don't need to go out with a script, you know, with the 10 points of how we're going to share our faith. No, we need to understand who we are in Messiah and more than anything. You have to know him to make him known. And someone needs to write that down right now. You have to know him to make him known. So don't get all excited about running around if you don't take time in the presence of jehovah Don't think you're going to see the power of a mighty God. Don't think you're going to see his kingdom come and his will done if you don't take the time to know him. Because it's in knowing him that we make him known. And that's where we've got to get to. We've got to get to that place where we are making Him known. And that is called preaching our salvation. Hallelujah. I have been delivered. This is my story. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. This is the work of Yeshua. This is what He has done. And how do I know this? Because He has supernaturally transformed my life. I'm born again of the Spirit. I remember that day when I prayed the prayer before the Father and I came before him and I said, Father, I surrender my life to you. I repent of my sin and everything that I've done against you. And as I was in that place of repentance, I felt the presence of Yehovah come upon me so strong. It was like a tidal wave ripping up and down my body from my head to my toes as I lay in this tent in uh, uh, the island of Aaron in Scotland as I just surrendered my life to Yeshua. And He was cleansing me. He was washing me. And when I I came back home from that uh, experience, when I came back to my hometown, I came back not the same person. I was what? Transformed. And this is what we need. You know, we don't want lukewarm believers. We want people who are transformed by the power of His name if we have met him if we know him we will make him known so why do people not Make Him known because their love has grown cold. They are not connected with who Yeshua is. But let me tell you something. If you're in that place where you feel like your witness is weak, you feel like uh, you're insecure, you've got nothing to say, you've got nothing to deliver, you look at your life and you think, you know, what have I got to share? I want to encourage you. This is the day to know Messiah. This is the day to say to Yeshua, I need you more right now, I need you to fill my life, I need your story, your history manifesting within my life and as we read the the scriptures we will receive the revelation by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh so that the word is not just something we read it's something that is part of us, I don't know about you but man I tell you what, I am blessed in the presence of Yahovah and as as I've been studying the script today. I am challenged. I'm encouraged. And, you know, the Father gave me some words which I'm going to be getting ready to share over this coming few weeks. And I, I want you to get ready for what he has said to me about the importance of outreach and how we reach out. Hallelujah. How are we going to reach out to make a difference? What price are we willing to pay to make a difference for the kingdom. Now some of you you might think your whole world is just filled with trying to survive but we have got to get out of survival mentality and get back to that place where we are plugged in and connected in the presence of Yahovah yes there's a time to wait but what are we waiting for? We're waiting for the filling of the spirit the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh his spirit dwelling within Don't go until you receive power from on high. And as a believer and as someone who's walked in the faith for, you know, decades, many years, since 11 years old, I want to tell you something. There is times where I set myself aside to receive that fresh anointing, that fresh outpouring. And this is what I love about the cycles of the feasts and the importance of the feasts. It's the reminders, am I aligned with the heartbeat of the Father? so if someone asks you, you know, why do you celebrate the feasts, you know, aren't they, you know, in the Torah, didn't uh, Jesus fulfill all these things? You can tell them, these cycles connect us to the heartbeat of Yahovah. You are not connected to the heartbeat of Yahovah celebrating Ishtar, Easter, and their, and their um, egg-laying bunnies. Oh, brother, we don't celebrate that part of Ishtar. We just celebrate the resurrection of Messiah. Let me tell you something. He didn't die on a Friday. <laughs> he didn't rise on a Sunday. You've got to go back and read the sign of Jonah. Three days and three nights. We need to get back to the feasts of Jehovah We need to celebrate Passover. We need to understand the importance of unleavened bread. We need to understand first fruits, His resurrection on the third day. He is risen. Hallelujah. Shavuot, Pentecost, the outpouring of the Spirit. These are things that happen to us personally? How do we become a witness if we haven't personally surrendered to the ways of Yehovah? So we don't just need to know the word. We don't just need to say, well, I prayed the prayer. I lift my hands up. And when I'm depressed, I've got it written in the front of my Bible and the counselors from Christianity, they tell me, you know, look, it's okay. You prayed the prayer, didn't you? You got baptized. You did all these things. Everything's going to be okay. Let me tell you something. It's not about you lifting your hand and just uh, accepting if your lifestyle doesn't add up. If you are my disciples, says, Yehovah, you will walk in my ways. And listen, we all fail and we all fall short. And how do we know we are of Messiah? And this is what I love about the grace of Yehovah. The Father, he knows you're going to fail. He knows that you're going to fall. You know, even Yeshua, he said to to Peter, you know, by the time that the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Well, that's not what he wanted to hear. He was tough. He's a disciple. He has sat at the feet of Yeshua. He's going to get this right. But what was the changing factor? The changing factor was the conviction of sin. The realization, I failed, I sinned, I fell short. I didn't do all the things I wanted to do. When Paul said in Romans chapter 7, You know, the very things I want to do, I do not do. The things that I should do, I don't do. Oh, what a wretched man am I. You know, what are you talking about, Paul? You are, you know, the the superhero apostle (laughs) of the apostles in the Mercianic writings. And what does he say? He has this battle that goes on. So Yeshua, he knows you're going to fail. So this is not about... Perfection. Perfection is only found in Yeshua, but the question is, how do you react when you fail? Do you turn back teshuvah? You turn back to who the Father has called you to be, or do you think, well, I'm just going to keep going down this road? If you keep going down that road, you're walking further and further away from the relationship that we are called to have in the presence of Yehovah. So, Father, draw us near draws near to you and if you've got sin in your life and things that you need to deal with I just want you to take this moment right now and confess your sins before Yahovah. give them before the father right now say father I want to have a right heart with you I recognize that I have failed I recognize that I'm falling to Hasatan's temptations Give me the power to overcome. I return to you. I come back into the father's arms like the prodigal son. I return home and I ask you to cleanse me. I ask you to heal me. And I ask for a greater relationship so that I can walk, so that I can stand with you. I want the love life of the father to be so powerful within my life i want to be found in you in yeshua's name he is able he is able you don't don't sit and let the enemy write you off you know why do people uh, attempt or commit suicide because they feel like they have no value they have no worth they can't find their place within this world if you're in yeshua You find your place in Him because, you know, this is what we were created to be, to be united with the Father. We were made in His image. We need to be born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you. What an exciting message we have of walking in relationship. And when we minister to religious Jews and, you know, they might be passionate about the Torah, but when we talk to them about knowing the voice of Elohim, what is Elohim saying to you today? What do you hear in the presence of the Spirit? Many of them are challenged by such a statement because their focus is not about having that intimate relationship in the presence of Yahovah. It's more about going through the motions of religion and following all the tasks and doing all the good deeds. So hopefully Elohim will be pleased with me. But we've still got that gaping hole until we accept Yeshua, the Messiah. So it's time for us to do what? Preach our salvation, so take a moment through this week, and you know, I hope you'll join us on the Zoom call tomorrow, but take a moment through this week to uh, document what we need to communicate. What has the Father done? Have we seen victory? Have we seen healing? How did you come to faith? What took place in your life when you received Yeshua? These are important things that we should meditate on because we should be able to give an account at any time if someone's asking. And also at times when we need to defend the faith and stand up and proclaim who he is. Hallelujah. I think I'm going to take a sip of water on that one. Ah, excellent. Okay, so turn with me in the Scriptures. We're going to go to Romans chapter 10. We're just going to read a few Scriptures and just enjoy being in the Word and being encouraged and and father as we minister tonight I pray for the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh I pray for the fire of the Spirit that we will be refreshed and refined in Yeshua's name, I break the assignments of the enemy against us, against our households, against our ministries. I say, Hasidim, get your hands off! We are blessed. We are the head, not the tail. We're above and not beneath, and we are not going to allow your plans to succeed. We proclaim the victory in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Okay, Romans chapter 10. Whew! Man, I've been reading this all day, so I've got a right to be excited about this. Okay, Uh, brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to Elohim for the Israelites, is that they may be saved. For I can testify about them, that they are zealous for Elohim, but their seal is not based on knowledge. Uh, "...is not based on knowledge, since they did not know the righteousness that comes from Elohim, and sought to establish their own." And this this is where religion comes from. It's establishing our own righteousness, our own set of rules. Of how we're going to do things. So you might have partial truth. And then you start building your own rules around what is truth. And what do you end up with? You end up with the rule books of man. Okay, so what does it say? Where I've lost my place. Since they did not, uh, verse 3, Since they didn't come to Elohim and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to Elohim's righteousness. Messiah is the end of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes." Wow! This is a a packed portion of Scripture. Messiah is the end of the law and you know in the footnotes of my Bible. I'm reading uh, uh, from the Ryrie Translation and in the footnotes here. What does it say? Yeshua? You know he fulfilled the Torah. That's basically what they're saying here, but we know that's not what it means So what does it mean the end of the law the Greek word is telios, um, And it means the end it means finished It means aim, a purpose, a goal to which a movement is directed. 42 times it's mentioned in the Mercianic writings as well. So how should we see this scripture? How should it really read? It says, for the goal at which the Torah aims is the Messiah. So everything that the Torah is seeking to do is bring you and I to the place of Yeshua. The Mashiach, the Messiah. Hallelujah. And what does he do? He offers righteousness to everyone who trusts. He offers righteousness to everyone who believes. Hallelujah. Messiah is the end of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. We need the righteousness of Elohim. Hallelujah. We could just preach on that. But we're going to keep pressing forward. Moshe describes it in this way. Righteousness that is by the law. The man who does these things will live by them. Now, isn't it very funny that some people say that Yeshua does away with the law. And then what's the very next thing that Paul does? He quotes from Moshe. Hallelujah. So, it's it's important what we are uh, seeing here. Moshe describes it in this way. Okay. Okay. Um, The righteousness that is by the law, the man who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into the heavens, that is to bring Messiah down, or who will descend into the deep, that is to bring Messiah up from the dead. Now isn't this interesting? This is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 30, and you know, You know, the promises of God, the Torah of God, how far uh, How can this be done? Can you do the Torah? It's not too high that you can't reach it. It's not too low that you can't find it. It's not that you have to travel over the seas to achieve it, over the deep. It's right here. It's in your heart. It's right here. Hallelujah. Verse 7. And who will descend into the deep? That is to bring Messiah up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is where? In your mouth and in your heart. (laughs) <laughs> and this is what I love and I will never forget the first time I was proclaiming the gospel as a child in public proclaiming the gospel and you know you might see some of these preachers standing on their soapboxes uh, telling everyone repent you're all going to hell you know blah blah and they're 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 preaching doom and damnation why is it that never works? You know, what, why waste your energy standing on a soapbox bringing that type of message? But we want his word to be what? Uh, in our mouths and in our heart. We want to be compassionate towards the brokenhearted. Yeshua ministered from the place of the knowledge of the righteousness of Elohim. So, you know, we don't have to stand up and just start speaking at people. We need to minister to people. So when we do outreach and when we go out to make a difference, if you are publicly proclaiming, minister in a way and share the love of Yeshua. And encourage people to experience the glory and the manifestation of the blessings of Yahovah. We don't have to stand up there and just proclaim condemnation. And look, look. I'm not saying there's not a time to do something like that. You know, I remember the story of the guy in Ireland (laughs) Uh, in the, I don't know what year, the 50s or the 60s or something, he ran down the street screaming, fire, and he's banging a bucket all the way down the street, fire, fire. Everyone's getting up, they're all running along in the middle of the night behind him. He gets to the end of the street, turns the bucket upside down and stands on it and says, fire in hell where you're all going if you don't repent right now, and revival broke out, and transformation and change came. So there's the place for the fiery preaching of the declaration of the sin and damnation. There's a place for that, but the majority of the time when we're called to witness and be a testimony and and see fruit in our outreach, it's when we are uh, proclaiming the word with our mouths and we have that heart connection to minister to the people. And what makes us effective in evangelism is to, when we are speaking to someone, to be listening to what the Ruach is saying. Father, what do you want to say to this person? What's your word for this person? I don't want to just, you know, give them a download of, you know, 700 tons of gospel Father, how do you want to minister to this individual? What's going on in the heart of this person? How do we share the truth? The Word is near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That is the Word of faith we are proclaiming. Hallelujah. The Word of faith. Believe. You've got to believe. You've got to believe and what I want to see more than anything this year is that there will be an army that will be raised up who will believe in the word of Yehovah and will proclaim, will preach their salvation. To this generation, I can't wait to see the testimonies of what's going to come forth at the changed lives that will be before us, the testimonies, the new relationships, the connection that the Father has for us because of the obedience to take the gospel to this generation. If you're in that place of fear, you know, you've got to get around people who understand what it is to minister the gospel. We need the witnesses, we need the testimony of what it truly means to share the gospel of Yeshua. And every time we go out and minister on the streets and take groups out, you know, usually 70-80% of the people participating... They say, I'm scared stiff, I'm panicking, I've never done anything like this in my life. Going out on the streets to preach the gospel, to to go up to people and start ministering to people on the streets and uh, go, you know, and share with people in the parks and stuff. Let me tell you something, there's nothing more amazing than seeing words of knowledge, prophecies and things coming forth and life's being changed. People being saved from suicide. People being delivered from drugs, from alcohol. You know, one day we were out preaching on the streets, and, you know, we're just singing on this tent in the park, and we're just praising Yahovah and saying, Father, draw people to the tent. We had signs up, come and experience healing. Come and be prayed for. And this, this man, he comes up dealing with alcohol, and he just falls on his knees, puts his arms in the air, air and he starts proclaiming to God I repent of my sins I recognize that these people have a love for the true God I recognize the presence of God I didn't see this within the church but I see it right here in the park and I need what they have got Yeshua Jesus save me transform me And then we were able to minister and come against the addiction, come against the things that were attacking this young man. What boldness did it take for him to come into an environment of complete strangers and just cry out, out loud, he wasn't talking to us, (laughs) he just came into the presence of a mighty God. And he wanted to communicate with God. He wanted salvation. He wanted to be set free. And that's what we've got to be. We've got to be people who are um, proclaimers of the word of faith. Hallelujah. Verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth, Yeshua is Elohim, and believe in your heart that Elohim raised him from the dead, you will be saved if you confess. And we've got to share with people, look, this is what you've got to do. And I am not for the just say the prayer after me, Jesus, and everything's going to be fine. Because what we don't need is we don't need salesmen trying to convince people, come on, just pray the prayer. You've just got to do this with manipulation. Let the Holy Spirit move. And that's another thing we do in outreach. We don't go out as salesmen. We go out as servants of Yehovah. And we allow Yeshua to. By the Spirit to minister directly into the hearts of those we are speaking to. Because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter in what the relationship might be. But there is always more going on behind the scenes than we see in the open. In the running of our nations, there's more going on behind the scenes than you see in the open. You know, don't believe the media for one second of what's going on. There's more going on behind the scenes. In the gospel, when the word of Yehovah goes out, there's more going on behind the scenes. When my mum shared and ministered to, to one man that came up to us when we were in Scotland on our last trip. He said, I had never said thank you, but your words that you spoke into my life, even though I hated you for it, and I was angry, <laughs> I was raven mad at what you said to me. You were ruining my day. But by sharing the simple love of Jehovah and the truth of the gospel, it brought me to a place of salvation. Because there was more going on behind the scenes. And after we left that place of that testimony with that guy, we go and meet another friend in the community who we hadn't seen for years. And he said, you'd never believe this, but I was the actual person who ministered in prayer and brought that individual through unto salvation. See, it's not just about our work, it's about the work of the Spirit. Some will sow, some will reap. You know, but let the Ruach HaKodesh work and bring transformation. When revivals and outpourings take place, it comes to a place where it's not even about the preacher, it's about those who know what it truly means to be in prayer. So part of preaching salvation is not just about going and speaking before other people the gospel, but it's also about prayer being in that place as we press in in prayer, that we will have the heart of Yahovah, that we will intercede, stand in the gap for others. Hallelujah. If you confess with your mouth, and if you're watching right now and you've just had religion, if you're watching right now and you don't have the fire of the Spirit, you feel so dry, you feel like you're going through all the motions, you're following everyone else with the motions, but your reality is separated from Yahovah. then I've got news for you today. Stop trying to be a clone of others and just receive Him receive them right now say yeshua i'm calling on your name i'm calling on your name right now i I don't want to walk a lie i don't want to live a a lie but i want to live in your presence verse 10 for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified it's not by just lifting up your hand You've got to have that inner experience. Don't tell me you love God and you don't walk in His ways. You don't love God because I see by your walk. So I will know you by your fruits. We're called to have the fruits of the Spirit. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who trusts in Him will never be put to shame you will never be put to shame I trust in the name of Yahovah proclaim it right now come on stand with me right now sit whatever you're doing sitting driving <laughs> wherever you are right now make a declaration I trust you Yeshua with everything I trust in your name I know that you can bring me through but more than anything I know that you can speak through me I know that you can minister your love through me, And I ask, Father, that you will fill me up with more of Yeshua. Empower me with more of Yeshua. Verse 11, as the scripture says, Anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Hallelujah. For there is no difference between Jew and the nations. The same Elohim is Elohim of all, and richly blesses all who call on him. So it's not about... If you're, uh, if you're Jewish or if you're Israel. No, it, it, this is the message for everybody. We are all called to be in faith in Messiah, grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. The same Elohim is Elohim of all. He is God of all. So that means we can witness and minister to everybody. So, you know, there's no shortage of people that we can share our faith with. For everyone who calls on the name of Yehovah will be saved. Everyone who calls on his name. Everyone who calls on his name. How many times have I seen the brokenhearted through our witness and sharing on the streets just get down and say, Father, I need you. Oh, I've seen many people who've heard the message, who've been so convicted by the Spirit, and they've just walked away. I might not have seen all of the fruits of all those who came to salvation because I was just the messenger for one point. But I have had the privilege and the blessing of seeing many people confess their. Uh, Acceptance that Yeshua is Messiah. He is the Lord of all. Hallelujah. He richly blesses all who call on Him. So I come against the curses that you might be facing because the Word says we will be richly blessed if we call on His name. And you don't just have to call on His name once. You know, the word salvation, deliverance, it's all packed together. That He delivers you. What troubles do you face? He is the Elohim who delivers you. We are preaching the gospel of the kingdom. We are proclaiming the gospel. Who is this gospel for? Everyone who calls on the name of Yehovah, they will be saved. How then can they call on him uh, the one who they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? How can they hear? without someone preaching to them. And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. How can they? How can they? You know what? If you keep your mouth shut and just do nothing, (laughs) how can they? How can they call on the one they have not believed in? We've got to share Our faith in Yeshua. We've got to proclaim his word. How can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? Will you share Yeshua? Will you make a commitment today that you will be a carrier of the gospel of the kingdom? Let me tell you something. The gospel of the kingdom is more contagious than any virus. Hallelujah. We need to have the virus of spreading the gospel of Yeshua From every pore of our being. Hallelujah. How can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? Father, I just want to take a moment and pause right now. And I want to ask you to empower us by your Spirit right now. To be carriers of the gospel. That you will give us the boldness of the Spirit to minister the love of Yeshua to this generation. Will you break our hearts with the things that break yours? Because my desire more than anything is to be a witness and testimony of your goodness. Hallelujah. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But before it says that, it's how, how can they preach unless someone is sent? Well, we've got to be a people who are sending people with the gospel. We need to hear the word of Yahovah. Go, Yeshua, what was the commission that he gave us? Um, what was the verse? Matthew chapter 28. This is Yeshua speaking. Go therefore and make disciples of the nations. Immersing them in the name of the Messiah, hallelujah, immersing them. We've got to immerse them. We've got to make disciples, minister the gospel. We have the message. You are called to be sent. Well, you know, should I go? Yes, every one of us is called to go. What does that look like for you? And what does that look like for me? It might be completely different. But how do we encourage each and every one of us to be faithful, to be Effective for the gospel of the kingdom, these are great days that are before us. But let me tell you something, it's not going to get any easier, it's going to get tougher and tougher. And as we see things revving up as fast as we have in this past year, year and a half, <laughs> however long it's been, let me tell you something you know, you haven't seen nothing yet. But as the darkness gets darker, so the light must get lighter. So if you're not shining your light, <laughs> this is the time to shine it. When the dark is the darkest, it's the time to shine the light. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. It comes, it comes with an expectation that people, they, they need to hear this glorious news. So if you're just standing on your soapbox, preaching damnation to pe- uh, to people, it's not coming as beautiful feet shod with the gospel. Hallelujah. So we've got to consider how we minister. Consider how we reach out. The, our preaching of the gospel is not just by what we say, but it's what we do. What can we do for others? How can we serve others? Because it's no longer I that live it's Messiah who lives in me so when I'm serving I'm allowing my hands and feet to be his hands to be his feet how do I minister to the broken hearted? can I cut the grass of the neighbor now some of you might be watching and you look out the window it's all covered in snow well you look out my window I've got artificial grass out there I call it redneck grass we have here in Israel <laughs> but at least I don't have to irrigate it like we did in Qasariah hallelujah so that's great How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, the gospel. How beautiful are the feet of those. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. So guess what? Sometimes when you're preaching this good news, it's not received. People don't want to hear it. They're like, oh, shut up, I don't want to hear this good news. For Israel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Messiah. So what is the key to unlocking the revelation of the scripture? Yeshua. If you're watching right now and you're trying to understand everything about Yeshua, everything about the scripture, but you have not received him, then the treasures of Elohim are hidden from you. You cannot receive the richness and the treasures of the Father unless you come through the Son. Yeshua said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is no other way. So don't tell me a religious Jew, someone walking in the practices of the Torah, has a relationship with the Father if they deny the Son. No, they don't. That's why I tell the Jewish people, the religious Jewish people, you have no covenant. If you deny Messiah, you have no connection to the Father, and I can show you that through the Scriptures. Hallelujah. And that might be a word of offense at that moment, but let me tell you something. I've watched so many people turn to tears, and I see the beauty of what is the beauty of our, uh, the beautiful feat of bringing the gospel, the, the joy that we experience because the gospel has gone forth, and we see the transformation happening before us. Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message. The message is heard through the word of Elohim. But I asked, did they not hear? Of course they did. So it's not just about hearing in the natural. It's like I said, they need to hear by the Spirit. This is why your quest to discover Yahovah has to be done by receiving Yeshua. You can't walk in the fullness and receive the revelation of everything of who the Father is unless you accept Yeshua. And here we're quoting a scripture. Their voice has gone out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. Hallelujah. Again, in Deuteronomy chapter 32, I asked, Did Israel not understand? Moses says, I will make I will make your uh, you envious by those who are not a nation <laughs> for those who have no covenant okay I will make you angry by a nation that has no understanding I'm going to take the foolishness of this world And I'm going to come against what you think is wisdom with the foolishness of this world. But I'm going to fill it with my spirit. Hallelujah. What does Isaiah say again in uh, Isaiah chapter 65 verse 1? I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. But concerning Israel, he says, all day long, I've held out my hand to a disobedient and obstinate people. And this is why we've got to preach the gospel, because there's a, a time called the end of the time of the nations. And it's, it's a time where there's a shifting that takes place, where we see the prophetic movements, the prophetic landscape changing, where the testimony and the witness changes shape to the entire world. Yeshua is coming back to the Mount of Olives, the very place where he ascended, he will return. Hallelujah. So there's an importance of what the Father is going to do in the land of Israel. I believe the testimony that we will see here in the land of Israel will be so powerful that it will transform your testimony, wherever you're watching from, because of what will be happening here in this land. So what's our commitment to minister in the land of Israel? We minister so much from Israel to the nations, And yes, we have had so many programs and so many things that we do and how we reach out and minister into this land. And there's so much that we accomplish through the social media, through our personal contacts and the things that we do. But I believe in this season, just as we saw last year, the breaking down, The the, the dissembling of the studio and, you know, losing our place of, um, you know, being able to host and do all the things that we want to do in production. But the Father's going to restore that in this time. Yeah, we we didn't give up. We're just stepping back to say, Father, how does this get established? And then we looked at the different steps on how do we walk this through? But what we want to uh, do in the midst of all of this in a time where we don't even know, you know, what tomorrow holds, we need to allow the Ruach HaKodesh to mold us. To shape us as a ministry. How are we going to function? What are we going to do? We wanted to do our Stone Torah outreach. So now what we're going to do? We're going to start raising up leaders. We're going to start equipping people in the nations. We might not be able to get to those nations. But we can start empowering people in the nations. To be effective for the witness. One of the words the Father gave me today. Was on seven. Ministering to seven people a week. What difference would that make if we will share the gospel with seven people? And I'm not talking about necessarily on the streets, and I'm talking about outreach for those who are called to outreach, but there might be people you need to speak to who you've been in relationship, who you work with, who you've been uh, talking to for a long time. It might be a family member. You know what? They know you're a believer, but you've never shared the gospel with them. Then let's take time to pray and say, Father, where are these people that we are going to minister to? So our focus going forward is going to be based around this seven. Who are we going to minister to? And we're going to ask the Father to give us names. Who are these people? If we don't know them, we're going to go out and minister to people we don't even know to bring the truth of the gospel of the kingdom. We cannot be in that place of isolation Unless you're in those places where you're locked down and you can't go out, that's okay. But we'll find other means on how we take the gospel out. But are we ready to make uh, uh, an impact with our testimony? Are we going to preach our salvation? Or are you just going to shut up your salvation in a box? My encouragement today is, how are we going to do this? Let's do it together. Let's be a witness together, so that when we come together and share testimony, we're sharing testimony of what it truly means to be a witness for Yehovah. That's going to empower people to grow in their faith. When we're surrounded with people who live the life, who walk the life, who proclaim the gospel, who bring the truth of the gospel to the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to minister to the poor, all these different things as we take a part in not just speaking the gospel, but being the gospel to the brokenhearted, I believe we're going to see incredible testimonies of transformation. There was other scriptures and things I was going to read, but you know what? I'm just so encouraged with what the Father is doing right here, right now. And, you know, I hope you've been encouraged with this message and it's, Ministering to you right now. I hope it's putting a fire within your heart to be effective in a testimony. Even if you're full of uh, the unknown of what it means to step out, I'm not asking you to go stand stand on the street screaming. But we're all called to communicate. We can all speak. It doesn't matter what your job is. You know, doesn't matter if you're a housewife. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know what you do. If you're working in an office, it doesn't matter if you're a cleaner, it doesn't matter if you're a CEO, whatever your position may be, we are all commanded to go and make disciples. So, build those of faith. We're committed to supporting people to make a difference so we can raise up an army who are effective for the kingdom. So I just want you to ponder over some of the things that we've shared here tonight, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you're listening on YouTube, I just want to encourage you, uh, just uh, um, send a a shout out on YouTube. You can put uh, your thumbs up there on YouTube as well, it helps other people see the channel as well. And uh, just let me hit a couple of points on the YouTube channel there. Uh, okay that's done so that people can see it and just share this message with others are, are you ready to make a difference to share the kingdom because i believe that we're about to witness signs and wonders and miracles there's someone waiting on the other side of your obedience and messiah father thank you for this day thank you for your word thank you that your word is truth and for this Sabbath, Father, that we will be filled up, that we will be empowered, and that we don't just have to end the Sabbath just because the sun goes down, that we can keep this Sabbath going as long as possible. We are called to enter into your rest every day. We thank you for the appointed time of what it truly means to be in your presence. more than anything, Father, we don't just want to come and receive knowledge and just be a lot better at understanding the bigger picture. Who cares if we know the bigger picture? The question is, do we know how to minister to the brokenhearted? Father, I thank you for the example in Yeshua. He didn't come here and, and try and find the most intellectual corners of society. But he went out to those in need. He looked for those not who were healthy, who thought they had it all together, but he looked for the brokenhearted. And Father, more than anything, I ask you to give us that same heart, that we will have a heart for the brokenhearted, that we will pray, intercede, stand in the gap and make a difference to this generation. I pray, Father, also that the devil won't steal the word that our hearts will be prepared, grant to receive the words that you have for us so that we will retain it, that we will grow up and produce a great harvest for your kingdom in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I look forward to seeing you on the Zoom call tomorrow. If you don't get our messages, let me just uh, find the page. Hold on. Um, I want to encourage you to sign up to get our emails. Oh, that's the right page. There we go. Uh, Go to this page. I'm just going to post this right now here. Go and sign up here to get our news uh, um, updates. We will send out the link for the Zoom call tomorrow, 10, 15 minutes before the Zoom call starts, 9.30 Israel time. So go on your iPhones and your Androids or whatever you use, uh, your computer, find out what time zone that is. I think it's 2.30 in the UK, 4.30, 30 in uh, certain parts of Australia in the morning. Esther, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wherever you're watching from, work it out. 7.30 in the UK, 8.30 in Europe. Encourage others to come. Let's build together a people of prayer. Who are desiring to grow in Messiah, share testimony, and also get out there and share the gospel. Hallelujah. Um, but what else do I need to say? Okay, I encourage you, go to com as well. You'll see many resources on there of testimonies, of teaching. Um, just enjoy the website. We, I know that there's many people uh, go to the website, and that's great. It's great to see what's happening. But also in that link for signing up for a newsletter, if you scroll down on that page, you'll see all the previous um, uh, monthly Uh, magazines from the ministry uh, for the last year so go on and enjoy them and learn from them as well be encouraged by them if you want to give to the ministry you know we are going to be uh, raising support for what we're doing here in the land of Israel and what we're putting together for our outreach and equipping I encourage you if you don't already thank you to every person who gives on an ongoing basis if you don't give to the ministry on an ongoing basis and you are blessed by the ministry and you want to sow into good ground and I encourage you to give Uh, And I'm going to send you the link here as well. If you are listening on podcast right now, no matter what country you are in, you will see the link in the description. I'm just sending you a link to give. If you want to make a one-time donation, just go to the giving page right now, giving your own currency. I want to say I'm having a problem with the Canadian page right now. It's actually still linking to the USA page, so when you give on the Canadian page, it gives on us dollars so use the paypal option uh if you go onto that page use the paypal option then you can give in your own currency i'm still trying to work out how to make that uh, correct and we'll get that sorted out um, but i encourage you so into the ministry because i believe that we're going to have an incredible resource for this year to make a difference for the kingdom. And I can't wait to see what the Father is going to do. That the finances that will come in will be finances that will bring change to people's lives. And that's what we want to sow into. I also work, I have jobs, I do things as well. I'm also a giver into this ministry so that we can grow and make a difference. But I would like to get to the place where I didn't have to do so much work that I could focus more on on being effective in running our teams and running our ministry. And that day is going to come when the finances will be there. But until then, we're going to press on in Yeshua's name. And I believe that this year is going to be a mighty year of growth and prosperity for the kingdom message that we will see many people equipped. So I appreciate everyone that's standing with us. Thank you all for your prayers as well. And I look forward to seeing you on the Zoom call tomorrow. Until then, Shabbat Shalom. Салам, салам.